might have a mom, she might be the bomb But ain't nobody got a mom like mine Her love's till the end, she's my best friend Ain't nobody got a mom like mine Welcome to And Then She Said with Britt and Anissa Today we are coming at you from the playroom It's spig and span up here, not driving anyone crazy mm -mm. <laughs> Feeling good Oh, and as always, we are going to be sharing and analyzing real life experiences and nothing is off limits. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the shit show we call life. So what's happening? What's happening? Well, um, you made me fly here. I don't think I made you fly here, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> uh, so I flew in yesterday and, um, it went really well. I tried to fly without any alcohol or medication, which I did. And okay, so I have this suitcase that I bought 400 years ago that the roller things don't the work. The wheel. <laughs> I'm so tired. The wheels don't work well. So it like veers off. Plus it weighs like 500 pounds. Like I tried to put it in the overhead and it fell back and hit me. And some... Two dudes were like, oh, too many drinks in first class. Because I the wheels went off to the side and, like, hit the side of the thing. Like, I wish. No. no. It's just because. And she didn't say anything. Mm -mm. No comment back. What did it matter? Well, it just did. <laughs> no, really, it, it didn't. It just does. Yes. It really didn't matter. So, I'm in Idaho. I will be babysitting for two and a half days, three mm -hmm. days. Three days, and uh, Britt has given me permission to edit her um, general closets, and so I edit them. Yeah, that's you're so calling nice. it. Yeah, haven't you watched the whole no. home edit thing? Mm -mm. Yeah, it makes it's nicer than just throwing away your shit. Oh. Purging, <laughs> edit, editing. Okay, we're editing. So that's what I'm doing. That's what's happening in my life. Oh, and it would have possibly been your dad and I's. 35 35th yeah, wedding 35. anniversary yesterday if we would have made it through the first time but then if you add so technically you don't get like four anniversaries five plus 22 so like i think cumulative at 27 years but yeah we and he didn't even wish me happy not anniversary on anniversary we need to post one of those pictures from the first wedding you were there i i know i was there i'm just <laughs> Yep, I sure was. <laughs> Happily. So. Uh, I got to experience this morning my son peeing outside at school because he doesn't go to the bathroom oh. when he wakes up. And we're not allowed in the school building until 8.20. And I also don't have spare clothes for him, so he couldn't pee his pants. And, yeah, it was glamorous, super glamorous. I'm trying to think what happened yesterday. Uh, your kid got so excited to see me that he headbutted me in my pelvic oh, region. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Boys are weird. He was so excited. He just headbutted me. Headbutted. And then I'm like, are you excited to see me? And he's like, yeah, I headbutted you. <laughs> ram, is he a ram? Is that yeah. what it is? <laughs> how you show your... He's like, yeah, I headbutted you. <laughs> show your affection. <laughs> oh so that's pretty much it, right? I think so. Yeah. School. Starting. You're happy to see me. I am. Did you sleep last night? I did. Mm -hmm. And what did we decide maybe the problem with the sleeping was? Huey. 
But I, I, we already broke that down. I don't think we need to revisit. Huey, though, again. last night slept in my room, but he has to sleep on a pallet on the floor. And he's like, I slept so good last night. I'm like, yes, you and your mother need to not sleep in the same bed. <laughs> but I'll be lonely. <laughs> Put him on a pallet on the floor. Okay. I'll, I'll think about it God and get it. back to you. Okay. Let me know how that goes. <laughs> okay. So today we are going to continue our discussion on the wolf pack. <laughs> Which they have not consented to, so I'm sure sure there'll be a season assist. Probably. <laughs> Probably. At least from one of them. Well, we're not messing with the one that would sue us. No. She's, she's, she's off limits. Little nugget, she's safe. <laughs> Today on And Then She Said, we're going to talk about Jim. Oh, Jimothy. Jimothy. So that is... Um, my friends, well, he's my friend too. So it's my friend's husband, Jim. My dad's special friend. Yeah. Him, him and my husband are special friends and we call him Jimothy. I don't know why. And he is one of the nicest guys I've ever met. He just, he's a really nice guy. Like he will help you out. He has drove mm-hmm. so many times. He can't, he drove one time. There was <laughs> there was an incident where we were homeless, but that's a whole nother story too. And he drove up and like, redid our deck for us and things like that. But his love language is positive affirmations, which I am not good at. And neither Mm -hmm. is his wife. And I tell her all the time to be nicer to him, but that Mm -hmm. doesn't listen. So we had to coach my boys before we, (laughs) we entered the Wolfpack vacation that no matter what Jim put on your plate, no matter what he cooked, what do we say? Mm, this is delicious. <laughs> and I tell you what, Huey did it. He's like, he's like, mm, this, this is, is delicious. delicious. Can I get down now? Yeah. <laughs> so, and Jim is a really good cook. He is. But like I, like I said, positive affirmations, physical touching, which let me just tell you, we're doing a lot of right now because we're just so close, um, are not my love language. So we always have to make sure that we're telling him that he's doing a great job because he usually is. So his other thing is he, I will say, does not read people well. Mm. Or (laughs) anyway, he kept assuming I was in a bad mood. Maybe my face, maybe my body language, maybe my slamming of doors. Maybe I was (laughs) anyway at one point. This is how you know you're more than friends and that you're family. Because at one point, I think I turned around and screamed at the top of my <laughs> lungs. I will effing let you know when I am in a bad mood, but I am definitely not in a bad mood now. And then he was like, Ugh. and then he I probably asked my husband why I was such a special person yeah yeah and then I had him make specific (laughs) meals that I thought I would really like but I went through a med change let's just say that and it makes me not always hungry so then I didn't eat the what egg what burritos oh you made it yeah that you specifically specifically asked for for. so then I had to turn around and yell at him that I'm bipolar and sometimes I don't want things after I said that I did want them so Jimothy poor guy do you think I mean I think he feels blessed I I do too I think he does and I remember when um so I I like I said I've known Susie forever and Jim didn't come into our life until 2007 And I remember when I was like, I told Shane, we're going to go and stay, which my husband does not like staying at people's houses, Mm -mm. just so you know, that's like, mm -mm. and I'm like, we're going to go stay with Susie and her new 
newer husband. I don't know. They'd been married like a, a year or so. Ring? Did he have a thumb <laughs> ring? Was that what it was? <laughs> and my husband's like, there is no way I'm going to go stay with anyone that Susie married, which Susie will appreciate that. But, um, <laughs> so we go and then like this instant love formed. They did. They just, Oh my God. Love each yeah. other. Love each other. I so. mean, and he drove up. Where was he when he drove Taylor and then Taylor fell out of his oh, truck? But yeah, let me just say he is responsible for the last surgery of Taylor, which he was supposed to then take care of her. So this is, this is how we are so intertwined. So I get a, t- I get a call from Jim and I'm like, what? He hardly ever calls me. I'm horrible at calling. I don't text. I don't return texts. I don't communicate. Answer well, voicemails. Don't answer. Days. Yeah. Don't answer voicemails. And I get a call and he's like, Hey, I'm in the emergency room with your daughter. And I'm like, what? And he's like, Oh yeah, I was in Iowa. I took Taylor to get her car. She fell out of my truck and we think she broke her ankle. And I'm like, then you guess what? Congratulations. Congratulations. You have a daughter. (laughs) Yeah. Like we just, and then when their son Talon passed away, we all spent a week in Taylor's three bedroom apartment with one bath. Like all of us slept there. It was, that's just, we like congregate and we like all sit really close to each other. I, you form a safety, it's a safety a, circle. It's a safety circle. Like we, circle. that's how we are like as, as family. That's just, we, we circle the wagons, circle the wagons. <laughs> okay. So we're going to move on to analyze that. We're still talking about the wolf pack. So as we mentioned last week, mom and I went to the cabinet, cabinet, cabin for a nice <laughs> relaxing extra day. Well, the other half of the bluff pack drove through the night to get to the cabin and mm-hmm. was not all the way awake. I would say like, no, he wasn't no, no. stumbled in. This is still Jim. This still is Jim. still Jim. So Jim is kind of asleep on the chair, but he had his laptop out. Yeah, No, Bryson had to go get it. Remember? Oh yeah. So Bryson went and got the yeah. laptop. Yeah. So Bryson's like, can I drive Bryson's? How old did we decide? 16, 16. Yeah. Right. Can I drive to, Rapid City, which 45 is minutes 45 away. minutes away from us. And Jim said, yes, but go get my computer out of the car for me. So? Yeah, because Bryson was going to be a cobbler, I believe. No, not mm-hmm. a cobbler, a leather maker. Leathersmith, was it called? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Know. But he yeah. was going to make, which he did make my keychain. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jim's like, yeah, you can go to Rapid, but go get the computer out of my car. And so Bryson comes, and we're all kind of sitting there because we're like, mm-hmm. that's so weird that he's letting, letting him, him do it. Letting him do it. But we're not, I mean, I guess we didn't care. Not our kid. Okay, whatever. Well, Jim then wakes up Bryson leaves Jim wakes up he comes to and he's like where's Bryson and we're like you let him drive 45 45 minutes minutes. and Jim lost his cool he did he got it he got he got then he like looked at us like we're like we let him go but I mean he's the he's the head of the household so we always listen to Mm -hmm. his decisions which leads into the next Bryson decision so then Bryson. So um, we were talking about this because we all have friends who are more than friends or we have friends that you can like help parents. <laughs> parents. Anyway, so Bryson made a decision, which we're not going to talk about what the decision was and what and the support of the decision, whatever. So my two girls are up there and they are 
they just always have opinions. One and of, Lydia. No, and Lydia, no, was, Lydia gone. was gone. Lydia was gone. So they have opinions about what should or shouldn't be done. And I'm like, you know what? It's not your kid. Stay out of it. But then I started to walk down and I'm like down, down the steps and I come back up and I couldn't. And couldn't so then, stay out of it. Couldn't nope. stay out of it. I had to give my two cents. The best part is that Susie's just sitting there the whole entire time. I'm telling Jim how to parent his child. <laughs> and then Britt was like, I thought you said not to parent someone else's kid. And I'm like, well, I mean, Jim's given me a lot of advice about how to parent my children. Mm-hmm. And I would say from both of us, none of it ever worked. No. So the lesson learned is parent your own kid. Parent your own kid. It works. It's okay. Not your kid. Not your problem. Not your problem. Mm-mm. I'm trying to think what else. There, I swear there is one more thing that helped happen with Bryson. Well, Bryson is 16. <sighs> and he's – so – Bryson. Oh, the car ride with me and Taylor. Oh, he, yeah. Like, jumped out of a moving car pretty much. Yeah. So Bryson, I always feel kind of bad for Bryson because he's the youngest of all of the kids. So the next one closest to him was Talon and Talon was 21. They're like mm-hmm. five years apart because so, yeah, five. He was five when Bryson was born. So Bryson, there's a gap. And then the next person is Lincoln, who is seven years younger, eight years younger than Bryson. Yeah. And um, so he's always kind of like in the middle by himself. So we are all going to, the whole lot of us, the whole damn fam is going to go tour the Black Hills. And so Bryson gets stuck in a car with Britt, Taylor, and Penelope. (laughs) And at one point he said he had to, what did he say? He told you he had to go to the bathroom. Somebody had to go to the bathroom. So we had to stop for a little pee. And then before we even stopped, Bryson's out of the car into a different car. He's like, no, thank you. I'm not riding with these people. And the screaming baby. No. Screaming baby. Oh, and the other one, Bryson. So we go to um, Custer State Park. Can we get out? Because they have Mm, the donkeys or burrows. And we're standing there and we're all talking and I'm like, I look out and like a mile, a half a mile away, there's some like lone figure up on top of a hill. And I'm like, who is that idiot up there on top of the hill? And we go all to get back in the cars. And Susie's like, where's Bryson? It's the idiot at the top of the hill. Idiot at the top of the hill. 16 year old at the top mm-hmm. of the Brain not from. We also lost him at um, the horse head. Um, the horse head. <laughs> Crazy horse. There you go. <laughs> we lost him at Crazy Horse, too. Oh, my God. I swear. And, I mean, it just reminds me of how I don't want to raise teenagers. And he's a good kid, but he's 16. He is. 16. You just wait till your kids are 16. No, I can't. I can't even Your kid's you. already. Uh, how'd last night go with my children? Okay. Well, first of all, let me just say, so... I just wanted, I know that we were kind of skipping around, but my motherly wisdom. Okay. Let me, let's just talk about what my mother, not your kid, not your problem is what I learned. And that's what I'm going to tell you. Like if it is not physically your child, don't worry about it. Unless you have some weird relationship (laughs) where you call her mom. (laughs) There could be. And even then, like knowing what those boundaries are, And how your kids are going to relate and how you are is is something important to know if you have this friendship with someone. Yeah. Okay. So then I'm going to ask you, 
if you had your um, BCBA, why all of you, your friends had younger kids, how would you handle it from a behavior stand, like from a behavior standpoint? So I would not be giving any advice to anyone ever. I would be keeping my mouth shut. I pretty much, like I, the only person I ever, ever usually even give any kind of parenting advice to, or, and it's not really advice. It's me just mouthing off is Susie. All my other friends, I stay out of it. And if they, well, and if they ask me, I usually just refer them to you. Thank you. Yes. I, I, I try really hard not to, because first of all, I know like ethically I shouldn't be like giving advice as my profession, but also I just know that sometimes for the most part, my friends, even when we were younger was, it's just like, you just need to get it out. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't really want you to tell me what I should do. I just need to bitch. Yes. I think it's harder too when you're friends with another behavior analyst, because we both know what should have happened. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, but, <laughs> and we know how to get there. Yeah. But did we do what we know? Yeah. yeah. So you one behavior analyst to another behavior analyst doesn't want to hear about how you didn't no. do behavior analysis. And I think that's too, even with like you, I'll be like, well, you. I know dang well. I live by what not to do. <laughs> well, I do talk about last summer when Hattie, I had to chase her around the car three times to catch her. And I'm like, oh, you know, that probably wasn't. And our neighbors were there and he's like, don't you do something with behavior? And I'm like, mm-hmm, I sure do. Yeah. Not, I- not with not with my own grandchildren or my especially when you first meet someone so um one of my really good friends we met when I moved here to Idaho and I think one of the first things she asked me was about behavior and I just had to be like "Mm, no (laughs) I don't know this is my first day meeting you I technically can't give you advice anyway Mm -hmm. so well and it's hard too because I think that when you are friends with people, what you want is to help. Like Mm -hmm. you want them to be happy. You want their kids to be happy. And like, there are things you probably could say, but from that standpoint, I do try to keep my mouth shut for the most part. Well, and the other thing that my friend Sheena does is she'll be like, I'm going to talk to you as a mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's like, I know you're, you're not going to be able to drop the behavior, but you, I want you to tell me as a mom versus tell me as a behavior analyst. Well, and also, I know how I receive feedback graciously as a parent. Like, I never wanted some, like, I don't know. I'm, yeah, no, just don't tell me what to do. No. <laughs> not, not gonna. Okay. Which leads us into last night. So I like this segment because I think it's funny. So what is it? It is. Your grandma is cooler than my mom. Right there. <laughs> so last night we had a nice wholesome meal of hamburger che- helper, cheeseburger mac, which Huey determined he hated before even trying it. Hated it. Won't eat it. Let's First, he didn't like chicken. He's like, I don't like the chicken. I don't like in chicken. It. I'm like, well, it's not chicken. It's hamburger. And he's like, well, I don't like that. And I'm like, it literally is like cheese and noodles. Literally. That's what it is. And he's like, no. So I pick out four noodles and I'm like, you have to eat these four noodles. 
and you're not getting up until you eat them. And Britt's sitting there just staring at me. And I'm like, she would have let him up. Mm-hmm. That's why he threw such a fit. But I was squinting my eyes at her and I could tell that she felt like maybe <sighs> this wasn't the best time to parent her own child. <laughs> Because I didn't make, I wasn't going to make him eat it and I wouldn't have made him eat it. I also think I had just medicated myself too. Oh, maybe that was Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. You seemed seemed chill, relaxed. Well, the fact that he licked it and then went, (laughs) then that irritated me. So then I pick out four noodles and I'm like, no hamburger with no hamburger. I'm like, you have to eat this. Oh my God, did he? So I did use some behavior techniques where I just ignored him and we just let him scream. Like he screamed and bawled for a good 15 minutes. I mean, technically you're not supposed to ignore them. I did ignore them. You're supposed to ignore the behavior. Oh, sorry. Ignored the behavior. Like he was sitting there. He stayed sat. He did not leave the table. And had conversations. Yep. In between the bawling. And then the older one, who is more like his mother, was like, I love Hamburger yeah. Helper. Hamburger Helper's my favorite. Can I have seconds? Thirds? <laughs> he probably hated it. However. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. Uh, I'm like, oh my God. So finally, um, Cash got a snack pack of pudding. Mm-hmm. And that was Huey's we found his M.O. His M.O. And then what really irritated me about sweet little Huey is I look over and he is shoveling the stuff in. He ate only like four big spoonfuls, but still. I think if he wouldn't have already drew <laughs> with Huey, he'd already drew the line in the sand that mm-hmm. he hated it. So no matter if he would have, like, it would have been, he would have never ate that ever. Um. I didn't tell you that after you fell asleep, he came into my bedroom and asked for a nighttime snack. And I'm like, what'd grandma say? He goes, she's sleeping. <laughs> I thought my door was open and I thought maybe you checked to see if I was still breathing. No. Because, okay, then, the, so the bedtime, he's like, I need a bedtime snack. And I'm like, mm-mm. And then Britt's like, well, you can have something, but it has to be healthy. So he had an orange, which he did not eat. Mm-hmm. And then he had pudding and four bites of cheeseburger mac. Plus he'd ate before yeah. supper. And for when he came in to me, I did tell him, you can have something to eat, but it's going to be what we had for supper. And then he marched his little pouty face. What, he? I wonder if that's what woke me up. Because I woke up at like nine. Yeah. And put him to bed. Yeah. And put mm-hmm. him to bed. Because I'm like, my door's open. But so I had a horrible headache from no caffeine. And so I'm like, I need a Tylenol, acetaminophen, whatever. She has a Tylenol PM. So And children's. And I can't take liquid medicine. I'll throw up. So I had to take a Tylenol PM and then I'm unconscious. Which is what Huey was hoping would happen. And then, and then it did. It mm-hmm. backfired. But so dinner time at our house when you were younger was much the same. Yes. It was your sister. They were also having to eat at the table and not the counter. That's a whole huge set. And I change. didn't let them have the iPad. iPads. So then, so when they were little, <laughs> Britt and Kyler would eat pretty much anything ever. Then there was Taylor. And that child would eat nothing. So my favorite thing about dinner with her is, so when we were like with people or if you're at someone's house, you are to be, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's delicious. You eat it. You don't have to eat all of it. You have to take a bite. You do not throw a fit. 
when you're eating at someone else's house. So my friend, Michelle, she was like my saving grace when we lived in Louisiana and I had three little kids and my husband was gone all the time. And she, every week we would take turns rotating, like making meals for each other and like coming over. And that was our Saturday. Like we Mm -hmm. would do that. So she makes, we're at their house and I can't remember. I don't remember what exactly she made, but she always tried like new meals and all that stuff. Everyone else ate it. Taylor's like, it has, I can't eat it. It has chunkies in it. I think she had onions in it. So she's like, I'll make her a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Cause I know she doesn't like this. And I was like, no, she can eat. And then I caved in cause Taylor was throwing such a big freaking fit. I'm like, okay, Michelle, you can make her a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which Michelle so graciously did make this child a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. She made her a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on whole grain wheat bread, chunky peanut butter and raspberry preserves. Taylor, who was probably three, four lost her shit <laughs> and proceeded to have an entire meltdown for an hour about chunkies. No more. Ch- I hate chunkies. And Michelle who had no kids at that time was like, I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm like, she'll be fine. We're not feeding her. She's good. But I remember Taylor was in uh, the hospital when she was like 19 and they made her peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Cause she wouldn't eat the food. And I, sent a message to Michelle and I'm like, here is the peanut butter and jelly sandwich of Taylor's <laughs> dreams. White bread, creamy peanut butter, grape jelly, sugar filled, grape sugar jelly. filled this thick, whatever. Yep. So dinner time was a lot. So I, I feel like I'm just as cool as a grandma or not as cool as a grandma as I was as a mom. Yeah. I think it's opposite. My delivery is a little different though. Was it last night though? <laughs> no, I was so irritated with him. Oh my God. That child. Oh, he's either going to be president one day or run a cult. Oh, and the hysterics the like you would have thought that I actually like jammed a spoon down his throat or something like there was there was drama. And I do say I feel like the thing that's a little bit different about me as a grandma versus a mom is you guys have me parent your children all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't get to be the grandma that like shows up and just has fun. Mm -hmm. No. Oh, and then we scared the shit out of him. Uh, they, remember he asked for something and oh, we yeah. both at the same time <laughs> yelled Screamed no. no in unison. Perfect unison. He's like, what? Yeah, that was bad. I, what is he asking for? I Food. He asked for some food. Oh, the put. Okay. I don't remember what he asked for, but we were both like, no. In <laughs> we did it also today in Walmart, so we may spend too much time with oh each other. Oh my God, because we saw the coffee. It was so exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like I am not a grandma that just shows up and gets to do fun things. Or clean. No, I'm not that grandma. And that's the other grandma as I'm looking around at this. <sighs> I didn't let the other grandma come up here. <laughs> she would have died just a, little, her, mm-hmm. a piece of oh, her there's soul. There's a fan. Oh, yeah. Huh. A piece of her soul would have died. I wondered where that was last night. Um, uh, yeah. Okay, so let's move into our peak in our pit. So I had a little bit of trouble with this, but I would say my pit right now is my house and my yard. I literally haven't, like I've unpacked a little bit from this summer, but I've also torn things out because we're trying to get rid of everything. Yeah. Uh, so my house right now is... Your pit? 
is my literally, pit. Literally. Yeah. And my yard. So my in-laws have been ma- mowing my yard all summer, which I appreciate so much. But they last weekend, I think it was, or the weekend before last, I spent in Baker. Mm-hmm. And I we came home Sunday and I just wanted Tuesday to myself. I didn't want anybody to come or anything. So I made my husband text his parents and be like, oh, Brittany's got the yard handled. I don't have the yard handled. It hasn't been mowed in like we're gonna bail. Yeah, to bail hay. I'm gonna. It's in my little electric mower. Is am I gonna work? Yeah. So my yard and my dog's pooping on my cement. Well, it's because the grass is too long. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be realistic. It's tickling her nether regions. She's like, I don't like it. I like short manicured grass. Uh, I wonder if that's it. Oh, we need to just, we just need to mow a patch. Mm-hmm. See if that's mm, where she'll yep. go. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, so my pit, uh, ah, was not taking any medication nor drinking on the flight and still getting accused of being drunk. Mm. Mm. And I wasn't, which means I need a new suitcase. Yes. I told you you need a new suitcase. Uh, and I think that was like, I, this week has been really good yeah. for the most part. Yeah. My peak for the week would probably be having you here, of course, but getting to meet. <laughs> so we have an employee. Oh who God, lives that was so funny. Literally 45 minutes away from here. And we never meet up for coffee or anything. So I'm like, Hey, let's meet up for coffee. And so she came up to meet for coffee. I forgot to tell her that Anissa was going to be there. And so when I walked in the coffee shop with mom, her eyes were so big. She, she thought like, she was being fired is what she thought. Yeah. I'm pretty and, sure or that, that we thought. had some other, like, cause usually great I, idea. Yeah. Nothing. She was like, Oh, we're like literally just meeting to talk to you. Sometimes that happens. I mean, apparently yeah. not so, enough. Oh yeah. That was a, that's, that's part of my peak too. Yeah. I think my peak too was seeing like the boys and how happy they are actually, no matter if I do yell at them all the time, that they're so happy to see me. <laughs> they want that structure. Cash was happy to see me too. He was like, I don't know. And they're, I know it's, they're just fun. And so that I'm already like, I've already been like, oh my God, I'm not going to be out here again before you guys leave. No, you're coming in November. November is going to be hard. Cause I'm not going to see him till December. <laughs> That I'm not going to see him until that one. I'm going to have to have a plan. Oh, February. Yeah. February for his birthday. Yeah. Because yes. I have to fly for their birthday. I, wherever they're at. I don't know when I even started this with just these two. And Taylor's I see all the time. So that's probably why I don't. It's not as big of a deal. But for yeah, the boys. For some reason. Yeah. They don't have party. You don't have parties. No. But I fly in for their birthdays. And make them. Usually a cake or, or something I like that. Purchase the cake. Or purchase it. Right? But yeah. Yeah. So, so we're moving mm-hmm. to Virginia. So anyone has some East Coast advice for me. It is the one coast I've not lived on and I don't know. I'm, I'm so excited. Do. There's gonna be so much stuff we can do. Like we have to go to Mount Trashmore. I just cannot uh it's a park. Will I be in drivable distance of Dollywood? No, Dollywood? you don't even okay, we're gonna need a map. Of the United States, you're kid- but when you're I driving was in the geography, B, <laughs> you were. I was. Oh my god. Okay, but when you drive, like you guys need to plan, and I know how much your husband. Well, we're going loves through St. Louis, stopping places, but you need to plan. 
like how you're going to drive and stop yeah. at places. So last time, so when we, not this last time, when we moved from Florida to Vegas, um, my in-laws drove with us and Dustin's like, oh, we don't need to get reservations, blah, blah, blah. We stopped for, to stop for the night and couldn't get a reservation anywhere. So then we had to keep driving. So this trip. It needs to be planned. Is I'm going to plan and they're going to stop and they're going to at least put one fake smile on their face and so I can take a picture and then. Because the boys, so we, when we drove back this time from South Dakota, we stopped, even though we probably could have drove farther, but it was nice. They got to play at the park. Mm -hmm. They get to like get ready for the next day. It worked really well. Yeah. And it's like a 25 hour drive. It is. In January. Yeah. Cash is concerned on why we can't fly. I am with maybe Cash and I should just fly and meet you all there. You if you you're taking Huey. No, and Cash, Nina. No, Cash and I are travel buddies. Travel buddies. Travel oh buddies. Gosh. Okay. All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. We would love to hear from you. So check out our Facebook at and then she said and our Instagram account at and then she said podcast. Plus, if you don't get tired of listening to us and our cheerfulness, Mm. or you needed a little extra comedy in your life, go ahead and check out our Patreon at, and then she said. Uh, And then I did something that I love doing, and I made some merch. (sighs) So go to our pages and check out if you want your very own Wolfpack shirt (laughs) to be part of the Wolfpack. I think if you used all your merch time for good. My session notes are caught up, so. Oh, mine are. <laughs> it's perfect. All right. Thank you for listening to And Then She Said. And remember, the strength of the pack is a wolf. And the strength of the wolf is the pack. <laughs>